Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. How are you guys, gentlemen? How are you doing? I'm doing very well. That was a... You, you, you get, don't like my... It gets weirder by the week, I think. There's this there's this wrestling tag team called the called the Vaudevillains, and they come out to all this like old timey pomp and circumstance, <laughs> and that's kind of what it felt like for a minute there. Well, speaking of pomp and circumstance, I do want to take a quick moment, and I want to tell the fine people listening about the wonderful service that is Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box for geeks and gamers and comic book lovers and pop culture aficionados. Every month, subscribers receive a mystery box full of collectibles, figurines, apparel, and memorabilia. Each box contains at least $45 in value, and many of the items are actually exclusive for Loot Crate. So each crate has a theme centered around major franchises and theatrical releases and events. You have until the 19th of every month to subscribe for that crate, and then it's gone forever. Uh, This month, uh, the boys got the the power one, uh, and it had like Dragon Ball Z and the Hulk. I mean... Did, did my question for my follow up is did Brian ruin it for you, Josh? Because you no, were worried about no, no, no. Week. Brian did not spoil the loot crate. He did say, as soon as you get it, hit me up because I <laughs> squeed super hard. <laughs> and uh, and and as soon as I opened it up, as soon as I opened it up, I went and Finley got a potholder. <laughs> that's what and, that's what I did. Yeah. And then I immediately said. I need to cook something. Right. <laughs> I don't know what what or how to cook, but I need right. to I'm, use I'm this. I'm not even like I, I I'm not even using the microwave anymore. I'm reheating everything in the oven. <laughs> just just for since because I have like it's the 1950s I have an infinity uh, gauntlet pot holder like a glove thing. Yeah. Oven mitt. I got that. I squeed over that pretty hard. I also uh, there's this little Dragon Ball Z little hangy thing with a, the a, with the dragon on it. Yeah, keychain. Huh? Keychain. Yeah. I well, I can't use this as a keychain. It's Shen, Shen Shenron Enron. What's his name? I think it's Shenron, not Enron. That's that's the company with like insider trading stuff. Well, well, right. But had they not gotten caught, that's what they would have leveled up to. Yes, that, that once dragon. they collected all the Dragon Balls, right? They would have become Shenron. Right, exactly right. And here's here's the crazy thing. I give that to Zoe, and she's so excited. No idea what Dragon Ball Z is, and then I tell her. That's that's Shenron, Dragon Ball Z. I said, Christian, you'd probably love this. And I show him the book and I show him the you know, the pack. He's like, so it's like Pokemon? And I'm like, No, it's no. Not, uh, well, in the in the in the principle of leveling up after battling, it kind of is. So <laughs> I uh, I go look, I'm like, all right, we can we can probably watch these. And you know, the right, the appropriate way to watch them is Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. So I, I go to load up Dragon Ball, and then I remember this is all subtitles. Zoe can't read this fast. <laughs> I have so, the entire Dragon Ball Z series dubbed on DVD if you want to borrow them. I Well, no, I cannot. I don't have a DVD player. I don't know even how I would. You have a Blu-ray player. Nope. You have an Xbox. Not hooked up. You literally just do streaming. You don't do any hard disk at all? No. My brain. I plugged my Xbox months ago. My brain hurts. Why? I don't. Do you need? You don't. I mean, what do you need? Uh, I buy as soon as it comes out for blue. I mean, it's on iTunes before it's out on Blu-ray. They look cool on my shelf. <laughs> I don't have a shelf, man. I don't have a. You need to get list. a shelf. I don't. 
You I need can't. to get a There's... shelf and look at how cool they look on your <laughs> shelf. There's no place to put a shelf. I don't have a giant palatial estate I... with very few cats to screw up my shelves of DVDs. <laughs> Is CJ back? I'm back. Oh, okay. There we go. Sorry about that. My microphone cable decided that it wants to take a shit today. So I had to go find a mini USB cable, which okay. is tough to find. Now you just find where the old phones are in the drawer. And then <laughs> my dad's that, like, <laughs> in that same drawer, there's a mini USB cable. He was like, is it the one I used to charge my GPS? Yes, yes it is. Yes, yes, it is. As a matter of fact, give me that cable. It's like a foot. So did, did it give you the one that goes into the cigarette lighter? It's just this doesn't help you at all. No, remember, my dad was an engineer. He knows what I need. The reason, C, the reason CJ was gone so long is because he had to splice that wire <laughs> <laughs> and hook up. The, he, he, hook actually up pulled, a, he pulled the car up to the window. He, he's running the car. He hook up a USB window. end. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny. Speaking of like pulling the car up, Laura was saying earlier that she's like, "Oh, we can we can go to the drive-in next weekend and, and see uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles." Oh, and I'm yeah. like, "Hey, that's not a bad idea." And she goes, "How do you even watch a movie at a drive-in?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She has never been to a drive-in. What? And and uh, she's like, "What? Well, how do you even see it?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? It's a big as With the your world eyes in front of you. It's the biggest screen you've ever seen in your entire life." Yeah, uh, you and you, you know, you're you're a hundred feet away from this giant, two hundred feet from this giant monstrous screen. Of course, you can see it. Well, how do you hear it? I'm like, you tune to a radio, a radio station. It's like the oldest technology in the world. Well, how would the kids see it? And I'm like, the same way they see what's in front of us. It's just, you're just there. Is she under the impression, are you all blind once you enter a drive-in theater? She goes, would you, would you open up the trunk and have them sit in there? And I'm like, then how would we see it? (laughs) I take an air mattress. I blow it up in front of the car, about five blankets. And I, I put that in front of my car and I sit with the radio and it's the best. I don't stay in the car. That sounds like the worst. It sounds oh, like awesome. It sounds like you're sitting on stones in a half inflated air mattress. <laughs> no, it's good. Like we we used to have a, a buddy's dad with a truck, so we would just. Well, Josh, I mean, he's really used to sleeping on on hard rock ground when he was training with MK Ultra. I'm sure they made That's him do right. that all the That's time. MK Ultra, they put you on the hardest of concrete, like cobblestone. Sleep on this cobblestone. And then you can endure anything. When we activate you, you'll be good to <laughs> you'll go. be able to endure. You'll endure all these American culture references that you don't get. So, um, listen, since we're back, we're talking about movies. Let's do this. Brian has, again, masterfully put together the June, the June blockbuster. Never, never has anything that I've done been described as masterfully. Put it on your resume. You would now have proof in audio As you will see from my resume. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Brian put together the June blockbuster to talk about the big movies that are coming to the theaters uh, the month of June. So, uh, Brian, why don't you take it away? Let's uh, start the list here. All right, uh, I'm going to start the list, but I'm actually I'm going to skip some because I know we don't have anything to say about me before you. I have something to say about me before you. Okay, all right. Well, me before you, starring Amelia Clark of of, uh, Daenerys uh, Targaryen fame and Sam Claflin, who was in the the Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Fennec. Yes, he was Fennec. Uh, romantic comedy comes out June 3rd. Um, Josh, what do you have to say about this? 
Oh, Amelia Clark. She's got the brightest smile I've ever seen. That's really all. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about it other than That's all you wanted to say. As, she's got first of all, you don't you you're so used to seeing her as a blonde that when you see her as a brunette, just just looks like the girl next door and has the brightest smile you've ever seen. She's got the Jim Carrey eyebrows too. It is captivating. And <laughs> I'm not going to see the movie, obviously, but, <laughs> but I just wanted I just not wanted enough to for me to do a ticket. Put, I needed to put that out there. Yeah. OK. All right. Well, it has been put out into the ether for everyone to, to hear. Um, but the same day, something that I know we're all excited for is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows comes out June 3rd. Um, I, I just rewatched the the original, the remake, I should say. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, the remake, yeah. The remake, right. The, the, the part one, essentially. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I, I realized I actually like this movie more than I thought I did, so now I'm even more excited to see the second one because I Who think Who didn't this like that great. movie? I enjoyed just, that no, first no, one. No, 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 more than I thought I did. I, I was like, oh, you know what? I like this movie, and I like it more than I thought I initially I did. I mean, it, it wasn't as good as the very first one. No, no, no. no. I, don't think you, I don't think it's fair to compare any Ninja uh, Turtle movie to the first one. No, how do, you, how do you put my childhood on a screen? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's how. Right, exactly. You can't. That's just how you do it. So all I heard is that CJ one day was not a cynical jerk and decided to watch the first Turtles movie. <laughs> that's that's exactly what <laughs> that's, happened. That is the takeaway. That's Christian, exactly what Christian is super excited because of Seamus of WWE fame uh, as uh, Bebop. I don't know. Bebop, maybe? I think he's Bebop. Um, either way. Christian's super excited. I will see this. Me probably not in the drive-in, but I will see it. Um, it looks interesting. I mean, this as, is probably a drive-in movie for me. As sequels go, the problem with CJ with drive-in is these kids are—they've become accustomed to recliner chairs. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> How do I get them yep. to? No, I can't. Uh-huh. So you can do it. No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe we'll try it. I mean, I I love the drive-in, but I for stuff with like heavy special effects like this movie, I want to see it in right. digital HD in the theater. The sound, exactly. All the sounds, all the sounds, all all the. I want to be in that experience, so I will probably be seeing this opening night, and then maybe a second viewing at the drive-in, depending on what else is playing with it. You you take you take uh, Chinese food in to see me before you, and after dinner you go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I, I will not admit to ever doing that, Josh. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, moving on, because June 3rd, actually, uh, another movie that I know we're all excited to see yeah. comes out. Yeah. Pop star Never Stop Never Stopping. Oh, my starring God. Andy you know, I, I've, so I've heard a few, whether it was like uh, on the radio, I've, I've heard a few people say this this name. And every time they say pop star, never stop, never stopping, they chuckle like idiots. So <laughs> I, I, I did. I just muted my mic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you have to. You chuckle like an idiot just saying it. I've watched the trailers. It looks hilarious. And there's, I, from what I understand, there's a few bands that have recorded with the Lonely Island. Yeah. To make this soundtrack. Yeah. Including, I, I believe, Adam Levine from Rune Five. In indeed, yes. I'm just yes. saying. There's a hologram of him on so a hologram. So expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm extru- I think this is going to be hilarious. This is going to be my, 
I, I mean, there's two comedies I'm pretty excited for this summer. This is one of them. Um, CJ, you haven't really weighed in on. on too I much. am definitely seeing this movie on the third. I mean, I, this is something I want to see right away. Every trailer has gotten better and better, and so much so that I don't think we've seen the funniest parts. I think the funniest parts are still in the movie. I and agree. In this, and in this day and age, that is a hard thing to do for a comedy. I th- well, I think if you think about it, like Andy Samberg, The Lonely Island in general, I can't. It's what's funny about their stuff is all the the quiet, the nods right. and the nuances. That's the stuff that's hilarious. And then and then the things that they tie together. And I've heard that some of the songs are really the star of the show, and they're hilarious. There was a so, song in this trailer. The Mona, I, the Mona started, Lisa? Yeah, Mona Lisa. Yeah. You're the original basic bitch? Yeah, I, I <laughs> just lost it. I'm like, wow. I, I'm really excited for this movie. Yep, yep. Um, so I will definitely be seeing that and Turtles that weekend. Uh, and then next week, there's a couple things that I'm pretty excited about coming out. Um, well, this first a couple, one, couple, so there's much. one thing, right? Yeah, there's one thing. There's one thing I'm out. excited. I'm sorry. One thing I'm excited about. Uh, we can one- skip right past Warcraft. We all kind of agree that's going to be dog shit, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, we can skip right past Warcraft. I know you guys talked about it with Jeff. June 10th, Warcraft. Don't see it. No one is. Okay, good. <laughs> that's it. Warcraft. That's the review. I, I, I have to intro this movie, Brian. Go now you see me too. Uh, this sequel I've been waiting for since the end of the first movie. I <sighs> It didn't get great reviews. There's people that, I, I don't like Now You See Me. I loved Now You See Me. Mm-hmm. For a bunch of different reasons, uh, the the probably the least of which the cast is phenomenal, mm-hmm. but the story was great. The way it tied together, the when you go back and you look for all the little bits and pieces, they're all there. Yep. This I I really like. I think this movie could be a franchise that goes past the sequel. I hope this is fantastic. I can't wait to see it. And the addition of Daniel Radcliffe. God, he's so a good. wizard and that's the, and that's the thing like when you see it in the and lizzie first- kaplan and lizzie kaplan but daniel radcliffe especially she uh look he's phenomenal she's great but harry potter is in a movie about magic <laughs> and what's great is when you see him in the in the teaser that we first saw and we talked about it when it came out he looks like just like a bit throwaway piece he just makes a cameo no the guy's like legitimately part of the story doesn't he show up like ta-da or you know he like screws up some card he screws up a magic trick and then goes ta-da it's so fucking great uh they they they, listen they play on the fact that he's daniel radcliffe and he's harry potter and he's in a magic movie and they do it beautifully which makes you think he's going to be pretty badass in jet like they're gonna hide it maybe play it down absolutely but he'll be badass Jesse Eisenberg in these trailers. This this is to me the equivalent of the Kingsman, right? Because it, it kind of flew under a lot of people's radar, and then like Brian, when Brian's you saw like, it, I was just going to say that. I, I, I literally was just about words. to say that. <laughs> yeah, I beat you to it. So I mean, right. when it came out two years ago, this was definitely like the sleeper hit. This was something that like no one expected, and it was really good and really solid. And I highly enjoyed this movie. The only complaint I have about the sequel is I feel like we completely missed the ball by not naming it. Now you don't. Just just well. Saying. What, what, why don't if I mean maybe there's a plan for more movies in the series and the last one can be now you don't. Well, but uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe who cares? They listen. They can name this like the Fast and Furious movies. Who gives a shit? The movie. Yeah. If this goes seven, eight, nine movies, this would be. I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, with they'll that. be doing dumb names, and I'm okay with that. Well, it, fine. it's it's awesome because it's got all the cool magic stuff, but it's like an Ocean's Eleven type script. The, the next one's called Sleight of Hand. I don't care. Just. Make more of these. I want to see more of these. Yeah. Now you see me 
Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I want to know um, what happened to Isla Fisher. So she actually almost died during the filming yeah, of the first Night You back. See Me. And okay. she was like, I'm not. Now, I heard like she's like an announcer or something. Like they do some kind of handoff. So, yeah. So I'm 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 fine. If she she doesn't she's not in. They're not rewriting her, which I liked. So they're right. not the Henley Reeves or whatever her name was. Um, It's not Lizzie Kaplan's character. Completely different. Um, Also, Lizzie Kaplan. Gorgeous. Yep. But every time I watch the, the trailer, I'm more excited for this flick. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, I, I th- yeah, I think this is that's our go to movie for that weekend. Um, I was going to skip over Conjuring 2, which also comes out June 10th, unless anybody has anything to say about oh, it. Oh, no, you can skip directly can skip over that. Okay, yeah. we're going to skip right past The Conjuring 2 um, and go to June 17th. We have Finding Dory coming out, uh sequel to Finding Nemo, which I I know is going to get a crap ton of money. I mean, out of all the Pixar movies... I, I'm probably going to get stoned for saying this. Finding Nemo's not my favorite. Hard pass. Um, but I mean, I'll see it. I'll, I'll I'm be see this. I'll be forced to see it. I, I do want to point out one thing that, uh, and unless you change this, Brian, uh, as Brian got down towards the bottom of the list for the, the list of movies, uh, the naming of cast members just got lower and lower. For Finding Dory, you just have Ellen DeGeneres and that's Albert Brooks, and that's true. it. Well, and that's uh, it. This just look i'll take i'm just listen it, it, it you have to see the movie because josh no, you have kids you have I, kids you're gonna have I'm to not, see this movie nope i won't laura at some point them. i know laura will take them when it hits the dollar theater when it hits the emmaus theater laura will i'm not going to see this movie i will i, I will can i, I hate it but can i ask why do you just not hated hated finding nemo okay not oh. didn't like it. Not thought it was dumb. Hated it. I, th- I, th- I. Th- we've discussed this. I think we've discussed we, this we on the guess. podcast. I hated it, and I like. I'll take any Pixar movie. Cars two loved it. Hate, hate, hate this movie. It's okay. Okay. Um. Well, moving on because I, I don't want more hate coming out of Josh's hate. mouth. Hate. <laughs> I don't know. He may hate this movie. I'm not sure. June. Uh. Well, June seventeenth. Central Intelligence, which is the other comedy I'm actually pretty excited for, uh, starring Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart, Aaron Paul, and Give Aaron me. Paul. Give me some. There you it's go. So good. Not, fa- not CGI fate. Not uh, uh, not not thirteen dollars. Give me some. But iTunes. Give me some. I got I, comp tickets today for my movie experience, so I'm using them for this movie. I think it, it looks hilarious. I just I think Dwayne Johnson can be so funny. He's I, on I, point. He's on oh, yeah, point. Absolutely. And like during those trailers where he's just like, hey, I have a plan. Cool. He's like, no, no, not cool. <laughs> it's like, cool. OK, I got this. He just does whatever he wants anyway. I I think it's going to be hilarious. He's just- What's funny is that the, the character is sort of, you know, that guy in high school that was everybody's friend, right? Everyone's friend. And liked or not liked in, you know, for real, he was probably the nicest guy in the world. And he's still the nicest guy in the world. But it's on this whole other scale, right? So I, I have a friend like this. This guy was everybody. He, he was just the friendliest dude in the world, right? And now he is a West Baltimore cop and probably not everybody's friend, but still like the nicest dude. Like, listen, so here's what I need you to do. You know, put the guns down and drop the drugs on the street because that's the right thing to do. And that's kind of – what I see in this character and why it's so funny, like Brian said, it's like, oh no, this is the plan. We're going to do it. Let's go. <laughs> it looks so good. 
I, I cannot wait. The funny thing too was uh, the social like media aspect for this movie. While they were filming, like uh, the Rock would be doing a, a Vine or an Instagram, and then Kevin Hart would come behind him doing another Vine and Instagram, making fun of the fact that the Rock is doing one, and they would just yell at each other back and forth. And if that chemistry is happening off camera, I can right. only imagine what's happening. Well, off from camera. from all reports, and and not just like you know. He's a super celebrity, and and Dwayne Johnson is a super celebrity. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But everyone from you know his WWE days to the stuff, he, the the Fast and Furious movies, stuff he's done with HBO, everybody loves this guy. So Brian, let's move on to the uh, June twenty fourth. Yeah, next? I'm about to. I'm about to. Independence Day Resurgence comes out June twenty fourth and not July fourth for some reason. Um, right, right, which right. makes no sense to me. Right. I mean, this looks like just. Pure popcorn. You missed an opportunity. They did. You mean to release the movie? Right. Yeah. July July weekend. I don't know why. Unless you had control over the release schedule of this movie, you bunch of idiots. I have no idea. I mean, again, I'm gonna go see it. Nope. Eventually, it's nothing. I'm gonna rush out to the theater to see. This is a drive-in movie. Yeah, I could totally do this at the drive-in. In fact, I think I saw the first Independence Day at the drive-in as well. Yeah, I definitely did. I'm pretty sure. So, and that movie was amazing. Yes. So, yes, they'll have Will Ferrell or Will Ferrell, sorry, <laughs> uh, Will Smith's son, uh, in you know as a character. Yes, you have Jeff Goldblum. Uh, hopefully, Bill Pullman too. Yeah, I don't care about him. Uh, uh, how am I missing? How am I missing the the father's name? It's I just lost it. Oh, 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 Judd Hirsch. Yes. No, not Judd. He Hirsch. is in it. Yeah, the father. Uh, he is in it. And you're right, Judd Hirsch. Yeah, all right. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm okay. So that was a big part of the of the last movie for me, and I'm, I'm happy that that dynamic continues. I, uh, I just don't see the what's the point. It'd be like it'd be like at this point, or in a few years, making a sequel to Armageddon. That's what this is for me. I'm hoping that this is something that if this goes okay, and I'm not saying great, I'm just saying like okay that they like you know didn't lose money. That they make another one and Will Smith is somehow alive, like his death has been faked and he's back. And that kind of is a reason to go see the third one. I want to be very clear. I was in no way encouraging anyone to make an Armageddon sequel. I was going to say. If I see an Armageddon sequel, I will not be happy. Well, now I'm intrigued. If they make an Armageddon sequel, can they this time train astronauts to be the drillers? Right. I what think we'll find I th- out is that the whole time Bruce Willis is actually just cruising around out there. <laughs> it's the actually time. he's he's about to die, and the whole thing was just a, a dream on his hospital he, bed. He was actually he was actually uh, a ghost in his granddaughter's bedroom. <laughs> wow! The whole time. <laughs> and now that I've said that, we have this McConaughey piece of shit coming out also on the 24th. Wow. I, I kind of like this you're, movie. You're not mm. into the historical dramas, huh? I'm not into Matthew McConaughey at any cost. Uh, Free State of Jones, June 24th. Matthew McConaughey looks really good. It's the hardest war. of passes. I, this is nothing I would rush to the theater to see. This is something Listen, my dad and I would go see. If yeah, I exactly. June. By and large... Bad movie. Com- complete dog shit. Yep. Just June is super disappointing. I mean, there's a there's a few movies in here, a couple that you're like, yeah, really excited. Now you see me too. <clears throat> Think about summer movies. Not one of these is what you'd hope for in a blockbuster. Not I, one. 
I feel like it's because they knew that, again, that Finding Dory was coming out. And they're like, well, I mean, there's a Disney Pixar movie that's a sequel to a, the, one of the biggest mm. Disney Pixar movies. Bury the bad stuff in there or the mediocre stuff. Nobody cares. I, I agree. A lot of people I'm, actually do care. A lot of people care about this, though. A lot of people care about Finding Dory. How is that care. possible? It made a cra- It's actually one of Pixar's highest I grossing movies. I heard from somebody that movies are made for Joe Public and really Oh, they absolutely for, are. But I'm this saying, is a Joe Public movie. This I is disagree, literally the definition dis- of a I Joe dis- Public. Movie. I disagree with you. I wanna, this is the Joe Public. The, the, out of all the sequels that are on the list of stuff that we've talked about, this is the sequel most people want. listen. Last June, first week, the, the the two movies that were highly touted were Spy and Entourage. Both movies decent. Entourage, you know, if you hadn't seen the series, you were screwed. June twelfth last year, Jurassic World. So that, that that's okay. That's pretty big. June nineteenth last last year, Inside Out. June 26th, Ted 2, a couple we, other small I mean, ones. June, June isn't usually a huge month in the summer. It's all about May and August. 2015 was relatively ridiculous throughout the entire summer. If the following Terminator Genesis the following week, a couple weeks later, you had Minions. I mean, the, the whole summer seemed like it was pretty well packed, and I am very... Well, I'm obviously I'm disappointed with the way with the way the summer's movies are shaping up based on June. Well, I mean, you've got three of them in there that you're excited for. That's one a week. Yeah. Right, but I and mean, last year we were we were saying, oh, my no, God, Jurassic no World looks movies. so great. You think you think Finding Dory will be bigger than Inside Out? Yes. Yes. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think it should be. Well, I'll tell you I what. Will, I'll tell you what. We will have uh, our movie fantasy league to decide whether or not that's correct. We'll see if you guys back that up with your movie fantasy league. I probably will. I will. It's a smart economic move. Uh, speaking of which, if 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 there's not, is there another movie, Brian? No, that is it for June. So can we? Ahead. Can we? Since we're since we're here and we all have to be honest at this point, can we talk quickly about our movie fantasy league? Yeah. Could you set up this though? Because we've never talked about this on the show. Could you tell the yes. people what First we're talking about? First of all, about? I never agreed to being honest. I, uh, I lie all well, the time. You, you've already made your picks, right? They're locked in. Oh yeah, they're locked in. All right. So we're gonna do movie fantasy league, and I will intro it, CJ. Um. Are you guys ready to talk about this? Yeah. I do. I've got it on Go there. Go for it. Brian, you, you got your got your app up? Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. All right. So one one thing that uh, I've been talking about really since these boys have known me is fantasy sports. Fantasy football, fantasy everything. Year round, I'm fantasy sports. This year, uh, Brian and I also joined a fantasy Game of Thrones league, which is very interesting. And you score based on violence and nudity and status. And I'm, I'm a big winner and everybody else sucks. At this game. <laughs> Brian, am I, li- am I lying or am I doubling you, everybody else? You're, you're spanking everybody else right, right. now. And it's going to remain that way all season long. So CJ found something so cool. Uh, and he went ahead and signed us up as uh, it's a, the, that kind of nerd league at fantasymovieleague.com. And basically, the premise of this is you and your friends uh, basically own a, a, a movie theater, eight screens. And you select what movies to show on those screens, and the box office dollars decide who wins. And that's pretty awesome. So 
You have CJ, who's, you know, fairly creative. The not-so-fantastic four is his theater's name. Brian, not at all, uh, didn't change it from the default uh, <laughs> B.A. Thornton 160 Cineplex. Wow, wow. And I am X-Men Polychronopolis. <laughs> Which I love. All now right, I I'm, gotta change my name. I'm glad you love it. So we are going to talk about, and each of us defend our movie selections to show on our eight screens for the week. Brian, you uh, somehow only selected four movies. Well, no, because you only get $1,000 to spend. Okay, so and Brian you spend went it. X-Men Apocalypse at 735 Yeah, that, that cost me $735. $735. He went Civil War at $154. By the way, you have a $1,000 budget. I didn't mention that. Yeah. Uh, seven hundred thirty-five for X Men, one hundred fifty-four for Civil War, a hundred for Grown Ups Two, and eleven dollars. Right, neighbors Two, Neighbors, neighbors two. two. Sorry, uh, Neighbors Two, hundred dollars, and The Darkness for eleven. CJ, who not not so fantastic for. CJ also went X Men Apocalypse and Civil War, but also managed to somehow work in six other movies. Brian, how the hell did you do that? Because I uh, don't know how to do this the right way, obviously, too. And I picked four crummy movies. So he didn't. Yeah, he didn't get Neighbors 2 in which I didn't even see in there when I went to go get it or I would have put it on there, Um, which which costs a a pretty penny. Um, I went with four screens. Wait, did you read the rest of my movies? Well, they all suck. Did I need to? No. Well, hang on. Well, hang nice on. guys. I did. Nice guys is a good movie. Yeah. Monsters I, in is a good fact, movie. in fact, I did see Nice Guys, and it was quite enjoyable. Okay, I'm I'm glad it's it's my it's my number eight screen. I have four screens of Captain America: Civil War, which basically means all the revenue that that movie generates on Memorial Day weekend, I will get times four. I have Neighbors Two on three screens, and I have Nice Guys on the last screen. I am going to absolutely Demolish. murder. I now know. Brian has a real good shot with X Men, except every screen he left blank deducts two million dollars from his box office total. Oh, seriously? Crap. Yeah, yeah. Read the rules, dipshit. I, I I didn't realize it. My bad. <laughs> so I have a very good. I I set my two, box office while waiting for my haircut. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I okay. had to do it on the on the website, which is very clunky. The app is so much better. Yeah, I use the app. The app's pretty solid. And and um, the reason we're bringing this up is this is something that all of you out there listening can do really quickly with your friends, with your family. It's a fun thing every week that'll keep you connected. Look, one of the reasons that I absolutely love fantasy football is that it keeps me connected with some of the guys that I grew up with, uh, you know, that have been friends with me for, you know, 17 years and and if not for fantasy football, you know, you drift apart a little bit. This keeps us in touch all year long. This league is something that everyone can do. Every day of the Every week of the year. Every week of the year. Because there's always new movies coming out. I'm, I'm actually really happy CJ found this and excited to see. Hopefully if, we can add some people to the league. I was just about to say, if this pans out with us, if we find this to be fun before we say, hey, everybody, we will eventually open up uh, that kind of nerd league for the fans, too. So we'll tell you how to, to get involved with this. This was really cool. This is also sponsored by ESPN. If I if I read this correctly, they have their hands in this, too. Um, this looks like so much fun. And I'm so excited to to have everyone come along to listen to our picks and then maybe give us some suggestions, you know. 
you can root for one of us there. You can hit us up on Twitter individually or, or email us. And uh, I would love to, you know, some some help. It looks like Brian just needs help reading the rules. So if someone wants to read to him, uh, I know he'll, he'll probably appreciate that. Afterwards, he'll go shopping with Apple products after breakfast. With That's Apple true. products? With four. With and with four. With and four, yes. Uh, I can't, now that I understand the rules, I can't wait till I spank you next week. Brian's like I will take my superior knowledge of the movie industry coupled with my decades of experience at Blockbuster Video and and start working there when he was four and my many years of the movie late fees are built into this Brian he started working there when he was four he stopped when he was 24 (laughs) close Um, it was my first job my very first job actually Uh, Bane didn't have anything to say about the movie industry so X-Men X-Men uh, Days of Future Past in 2014 launched with a something like 110 million three-day opening. And I'm thinking my four screens of Captain America will beat that. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I, I think you put uh, – I, I, I think more people are going to see X-Men this week. I, I saw X-Men. I think as much week. as I love Cap, I think – most people who want to see it have seen it and those are, and whoever does see it over Memorial Day weekend are going to be the people who are like well X-Men sold out so let's go see Cap again. I think I think you're or underestimating at Brian, or at Josh's theater where there is no X-Men and you, know, you have think, to just see Cap. I think you're underestimating the uh patriotic pull of a Captain America movie. Well, you know what? We're going to see next week. We, so we will. Gonna, we, we'll we'll we're report see the happens. results. But CJ, you did see X-Men, didn't you? I did. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Do I mean do we we don't we didn't give anyone any spoiler opportunities? So. I'm not giving anyone any spoiler. We're opportunities. not we're not asking you to spoil. Neither of Just, us have, Brian. Have you seen it? I saw it oh, last I, night. Of course, of course you did. I haven't seen it. Not sure when I'm going to see it. Not asking uh, for spoilers. I'm just asking for your overall. Yeah. Overall oh, I, I, I liked it. Um, mm. There's a couple things that I didn't like, but mo- overall enjoyed the movie. Okay. I I th- I, was a I think disappointed. this. Um, of course, you here, a little, and I feel like I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. I, I you will be. Was a little disappointed. Not I came lie. in with I came in with a low bar. That's why I liked it. That here's, being here's, said, the movie here's is my good. theory. Oh, go ahead. The movie is good. Yes. It, it is. It is a fine movie. Yeah, it is definitely Isn't not it dandy. It is dandy. It is definitely not top three X Men movies. No, and correct. it's it's ooh no, definitely not I'll, in my top three. It's that. maybe like ranks about four or five in as far as all the X Men movies. First go. class I, followed by Days of Future Past followed by what X Men X two X two first class. You put X two the, the number one. Yes, ugh, X two is amazing. Meh. Anyway, um, either way, X two is definitely in the top I, three. I will say this: class. I feel that this movie is finally they're done with this reset crap. And like Deadpool, I'm very confused great. by the by the Jean Luc Picard and and uh, the the timelines. Uh, that's one of my complaints. McAvoy that, timelines. Yeah, no, no that, that's one oh, of they're my nowhere near right. They're not even close. It, it's so much so that what they could have done was actually rebooted where. You know the original X Men were like they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. but they they didn't. It's not it's not Torch and and Beast and and Iceman and Jean. We're back to this Jean Grey being a little girl thing again. But yeah. Anyway, we're, we'll talk about the movie in detail next week. Will we? We you, will. You want to do that? I think we will. I'll try. I'm not saying like a whole hour. I don't think it's a whole spoiler cast, but we will talk about it with spoilers. Okay. All right. Moving on. I would like, I would like to move on to this. 
Netflix will have an exclusive streaming rights with Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and Pixar movies in September. Yep. That's awesome. a huge deal. Hallelujah. Huge deal. Well, not hallelujah. That's a that's a coup. That's a coup for the for the streaming world. It really is. They they cornered like half the movie market by doing Which that. Stuff wonderful. that you can't get. I mean, you can't. I mean, Disney isn't Disney. Disney movies aren't even available for sale as often as right. you'd like to see. Like they 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 take them away and then re-release. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Are they? Do we know that they're going to have the whole catalog? I, I don't. I don't think they're going to have. I don't know what they're going to have to start off it, with. So right now, it doesn't break down exactly the, I, the list. I just want to be able to to stream Sword in the Stone any chance I get. Like every time I want. To stream Sword in the Stone, I need to be able to stream the Sword in the Stone. You know what would help you with that? It's the best of all of those Disney movies. Owning it physically. No, no, no. I don't have a DVD player. I don't have a DVD. We just covered this. You need to just plug in your Xbox. No, it's disconnected. Here's here's the biggest takeaway. This is something that I, I, I think you people heard, but I don't think processed correctly. When you say you people, do you mean Italians? What are you saying? <laughs> Damn it. You exposed me. No Amazon Prime. No cable channels like Stars or HBO or Showtime will have Netflix. I will will have Marvel, Star Wars, or Pixar movies. This is huge. Uh, you skip it's Disney. Only Netflix. You skip Disney and Disney. I'm sorry. But no, no, you can't. You I'm can't sorry. be the. You can't just sweep it under fine, the rug. Fine, fine. You have to fine, lead fine, with fine, Disney. Fine. Here we go. <clears throat> No, no, you're done. You've already screwed it up. <laughs> I think I what you heard was I want a lot of bacon and eggs, but what I said was <laughs> Give me all give of the bacon and eggs the- that you have. Yes. I said I'm worried that what you heard was I want a lot of bacon and eggs. Right. God, I love Ron Spock. <laughs> so this and is gigantic. now I have to rewatch Parks. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh and this this deal allegedly has cost Netflix a cool three hundred million dollars. They have a five billion dollar programming budget. Oh yeah, they? I uh, yeah. So listen, this cost them nothing. Yep. If if less than ten percent of my overall budget gets me the latest films from Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and Pixar, it does say the latest. It doesn't say Sword in the Stone or Lady and the Tramp, and I'm already a little sad inside. You never know. But the latest films, I'd say we'd all take. Like if ima- imagine. Movies like Civil War hitting Netflix the same time it hits Blu-ray. There'd be no reason to have a shelf at all of any kind. I disagree with you, sir, but okay. (laughs) So this is a a game changer, and I can't wait to see what comes down the pipeline and what that does. Because, Josh, you're right. Movies with Disney, just like you said, they release it, and then they say, oh, it's back in the vault, and then never again for another 10 years. I can't buy The Sword in the Stone if I want to buy The Sword. It's not just not available. You just can't get it. It's actually an actual rotation, CJ. It's like once every three years. They do you have it. to listen. Do you, it doesn't need to be like fucking Haley's like Comet, years. for God's sake. It just just put the movies <laughs> out there. I shouldn't have to wait seventy six years. I will to watch the next time. Just, I'll be able to watch Sword in the Stone. I'll be a hundred. Um, I'll be a hundred years old. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I, I know a couple people are currently uh, crying because that new Beauty and the Beast trailer premiered. Emma Watson. Yeah, and Squee. now we on my end. You can't buy the animated version. It's nowhere. Of course it's nowhere yeah. because it's now a commodity. But you know what? And now that's what go- they do. Did- Every time a story comes out about Arthur and his knights or something relating in any way to Arthur and his knights, I can't see Sword in the Stone ever. 
But am I bitter? Yes, a I'm little. bitter. Sounds like it. I don't think I. I don't think you're mad at this at all. You seem very pleased Dude, with this cycle on. here. Josh. Have you seen the Sword in the Stone, CJ? Yes, it's a phenomenal movie, it and the fact that you can't grab it anywhere except a you know, for illegally. Movie. I, any I know, young boy or girl. I know what I'm getting Josh for, for his birthday. That's all I'm hearing. I don't have a DVD player. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> going to get it. Copy. I'm going to get it. And then you're just going to have to stare at it knowing that you can't watch it. <laughs> no, That's the find meanest a, shit anyone has ever said to me. Go to a flea market and find a VHS. No, no, forget away. VHS. Because he he either has to plug in his Xbox or just stare at it. And he, he, he'll have to do one of those two things. So listen, building upon this, right? Building upon this, I wanted to take a, a few minutes because some people have asked for us too. We haven't done an update as to what we're streaming or things that we suggest for each other to watch. So I kind of wanted to open the floor for a minute. And since we're already talking about Netflix, just kind of open Pandora's box and say, what are you guys streaming or what are you beginning to stream? Because Josh, you just said you're now you're stuck. You have to go watch parks and rec again so josh let's start with you what are you currently binging what are you currently watching i am currently binge watching sons of anarchy again i think this is viewing number six wait how many seasons were there six this is viewing number seven of sons of anarchy um and when we first talked about this this topic um we we really discussed we we want a lot of different perspectives so what i did CJ, and, and after you guys talk about what you have currently going on, I reached out to a few of my coworkers who are professional commuters like I am. We spend a lot of time in hotels, and a lot of times that means background noise or something to watch on flights or, you know, you're in your hotel room. Uh, it's 8 o'clock. You're not watching the hotel TV, and you're going to binge watch a bunch of episodes. So a lot of us binge watch a lot of stuff and I have uh, a few people from work at Square Trade and also uh, a new father who has had recently a lot of time at home so I have <laughs> his I have his perspectives as well but uh so I am Sons of Anarchy um I just wrapped up both Flash and the Arrow from this this year I also am wrapping up Banshee uh, as well from this season and I don't know what to start next but I am considering and I, it's just ridiculous that these shows end up in a pile of consideration but I am considering um, Scrubs How I Met Your Mother I'm considering um, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip once again I'm considering uh, Parks and Rec uh, that would be the third time in a year because it's that amazing. And I may push forward with the office. I'm not sure yet. So what are you guys binging? Brian, I'll turn to you. I, I'm not binging a lot. Um, I started and overwatch I, has consumed your entire, that's exactly. I'm not even joking. That's exactly what happened. Um, I started trying to, to get through Marvel's agents of shield because I felt like a horrible fanboy for not, watching three seasons of a show based but on it's terrible thing. so you abandon it it's 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 got its pitfalls no I mean, i'm just i'm still in the middle of season two but then uh two things happened uh uncharted 4 uh came out and i played that completely for like three days and then i went on vacation and now when i come back from vacation now overwatch has consumed all that i'm doing when i'm not working so i've been playing a lot of overwatch to answer your question 
Okay, so if you were going to stream something right now in a in a priority list of I really got to watch it, uh, maybe second, uh, Josh told me about this three years ago and I still haven't watched it. <coughs> Deadwood. And maybe third, uh, I don't know why I still haven't watched Deadwood. I'm halfway um, through Deadwood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so, so You're halfway through one of the greatest shows to have ever aired on any channel ever is what you just said out loud okay um so i would i would say i would have to finish the two shows that i've started which is deadwood and agents of shield and after that i probably am going to either go into bloodline which i hear a lot of really good things about or see if there's any way i can watch banshee you can. I mean, it's Max Go. If you have an HBO Go subscription, you have a Max Go subscription. So cool. I'll watch Banshee uh, then. Banshee is amazing, start to finish. So that's that's what I'm considering moving CJ. forward. I am in the process of actually wrapping up two. Uh, I am wrapping up Rick and Morty, uh, which is so one good. Of the best animated shows I've ever watched. Uh, I am catching up on the new season of New Girl. Uh, I guess I'm behind for that show. Again, I love it. There's not enough awkwardness in the world as it is. Uh, I love Nick Miller more than I love some relatives who are no longer with me. So, (laughs) yes, I will watch that show as much as I need to. Uh, All right. On my list of things that I I, I put on my list, I have The Path, the HBO original. It's starring Aaron Paul. Uh, Mm. I watched the first episode, and I just never picked it back up again. So I got that on there. Uh, Narcos, I, I... Again, uh, I watched the episode one and bailed, so I'm going to go back oh, into that. Oh, yeah, but the problem is it's not background noise. You must No, you must it. watch, and that was yes. my problem. But now I'm in a scenario where I can watch it, so it's that back was on. One of those. That was one of those hotel shows for me where I just I, – I sat at the desk. I didn't even sit on the sofa in my suite. I sat at the desk, right. and I stared at my screen. Yep, that's what I need to do. For my shows that I need to to reinvest in, uh, I'm actually looking into one other. I'm sorry, uh, Workaholics. I'm debating if I should start. Everybody says they love that, and I'm just not sold. That's where I am in. So if I have free time and I feel like a chuckle, that's what I'll do. After Rick and Morty, I'll probably put Workaholics into that rotation. Uh, I may just start watching The West Wing again because— Oh, don't, don't, don't get me started. Because I just finished The Newsroom, and I fucking love that show, and I just want more Aaron Sorkin, so I may put The Newsroom back. There's, Studio 60, man, it's a great solution to to Sorkin in a short amount of time. It's you true. Get, it's one season. You right. get the best You get the best of the West Wing and and not quite all of the polish of the newsroom. My, He's still a little rough. The, the two shows to me that are ambitious, right, the ambitious shows that I know are going to take up the most amount of time is The Path and Workaholics. Those are the two that I'm, I need to put effort into. Because I can wrap up New Girl and Rick and Morty really quick. That I need to add to my list. Um, my dad was telling me about this Hulu show, eleven twenty two sixty three. Oh, Franco. I heard, I heard Franco. It's, it's a Franco thing, and that's my problem with it. I, yeah. I want to watch it. It sounds I really just, good. I just feel like the writing here's, will go off the rails. Here's well, what I need. It's Brian. based off I, of a Stephen King novel, apparently. Yeah, I need you to watch that yeah, and tell me if it. we can watch Franco. If we can get past the James Franco thing, I will absolutely. And, add and that Brian, to my this list. can't be a thing where you watch half of it. I mean, you have to. You have to. It's only eight set episodes. Aside it. Yeah, I'm right. saying you you have to set aside a day and do it. Okay, sure. Tell I'll us, watch it. please come back and tell us if that show is worth our time. Sure, so, we'll do. I also have some fan feedback, but Josh, I want to hear yours because you you sound like you have a phenomenal story. Well, not a story. I just have a f- I have a few people that um 
that I communicate with on a daily basis. So these people, to give you guys some background, uh, basically the people with whom I spoke, we cover more or less all of the United States, uh, essentially from, uh, from Missouri all the way to Maine and all the way down to uh, Georgia. So this is the, uh, I'm going to say, silent majority of commuters, professional commuters uh, in most of the United States. And the father, the new father, is West Coast. So I, I think I have, I have the, whole, the whole country covered. Um, from the Boston area, we have this guy watching The Shield – and my response to him was, that's amazing. I love The Shield. He goes, yeah, I know. That's why I started watching it. <laughs> so so uh, my boy in Boston is watching The Shield and loving every minute of it. Uh, we have from the Baltimore area, uh, just finished Americans and the Newsroom, Rewatching uh, Burn Notice because it's something that she really likes. She's caught up on House of Lies. Just finished Bosch and The Man in the High Castle. She is, like I am, a hardcore traveler, and she and her husband uh, are capable of watching many things at once. Did she tell you how Man in the High Castle was? Is uh, this something I need to add to my list? I told you it's fucking amazing and yes well i i trust your opinion but i two people I'll, I'll, yes okay. she liked it too everyone likes list. it go watch it it's on my list uh and then we have vikings and i said okay you finish you finished banshee i i put this guy on to banshee he loves it finished it um he see he comes up with vikings and i go oh what that's it okay vikings that's interesting why vikings and he said amazon prime and that's so uh, for you Amazon Prime cord cutters out there, Vikings is a show along with Man in the High Castle and everything we recommended from pilot season last year that you need to watch. Uh, from the from the Bay Area and a new father, we have Man in the High Castle, The Office for the third time, <laughs> v- Vinyl, and Nurse Jackie. So we have a pretty eclectic mix Loved Vinyl, loved Nurse Jacks, Nurse Jackie, uh, Man in the High Castle again, rave reviews, and he, this is the third time he's watched the entirety of The Office, and I want you to put that I've in done scope. That too. That's that's a show that is not, a, I don't think it's really that far behind the West Wing in length. It was how many seasons, CJ? I eight. Oh God, it was eight, eight seasons. seasons. Eight seasons. So okay, it is. It's half the length of the West Wing in 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 runtime. But as many seasons, West Wing had seven. Uh, the one that I had to are a fan of the show, Jamala, uh, who called in a few weeks ago to talk yep. to us a little bit about uh, uh, Batman vs Superman. I was like, "Hey, man, streaming shows. We're we're making the list. What do you got?" He's like, "Put the blacklist on your show list if you've never seen it." James Spader in it is phenomenal. Uh, such a great show. So I want to give a shout out to Jamala. He said, "Go watch the blacklist if you haven't seen it. It's great." I would I would encourage everyone to do the same. CJ, God damn it! Don't you Bane's ever here? I'm streaming CJ. Yeah, I Bane. do. Bane, what are what, you streaming? What are you streaming? I'm streaming many documentaries on Breaking Bats. <laughs> it's an amazing series. <laughs> How many documentaries are made? How many documentaries are made on the Breaking of Bats? They're all directed and written by no. me. <laughs> I have made at least twelve documentaries. 
When you when you make them, uh, oh, are you making them in the dark or the light? Don't. Oh, no Josh, need to... you would like to think I make them in the light. I did not, sir. I was born in darkness. <laughs> but no, there's no need to. But what if what if someone? I, I just got to think in a documentary, you'd have to use some sort of theatricality, would you see, not? Yes, Josh, you are correct. And I, I know you talked about. Now you see me. I saw a lot of theatricality and deception, <laughs> which are very fine tools while you're breaking bats. <laughs> Well, now we know. Now we know, CJ, what, what no, Bane is. CJ, do you not find me amusing? No, I, I <laughs> find you, you feel highly... in control, CJ? Oh, <laughs> CJ, fact, CJ, I stop. You are awful at everything. All I do is cut my head to am, talk to the same voice. I am also going to start documentaries on breaking CJs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bane. I appreciate you as always coming I, on. Yeah, you have a lovely voice. <laughs> There's just no need for this. I especially like that they were all written and directed by you. <laughs> yes, it's very hard to sell a documentary on Breaking Bats, but the world must see it, Joshua. Do people misthink that you're going to watch Breaking Bad and you watch Breaking Bats? Is that what happens? CJ, it's very hard to distinguish the two. I don't. I do not think people who are watching Breaking Bats want to watch Breaking Bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Bane! Yay! Don't act like you're not happy. I there's a smile on my face. <laughs> um, so in in my my travels around the internet, I actually came across something that I thought was pretty cool. Um, speaking of not like a streaming service, but something that's really cool that you can uh, add on to your Amazon Prime account is that Comixology is offering a uh, monthly subscription for unlimited reading of trade paperbacks and, and, and comic books. Uh, it's $6 a month. And don't, for just to get this out of the way right now, you're not going to be able to read Marvel and DC. It's not a whole lot of the big, it's not the big two at all. But some really solid titles from some of the smaller publishers like Image, Dark Horse, IDW, Boom, uh, a couple other things um, that are really good movie are good good books and definitely worth your time. Um, just some of the things that kind of jump out at me when I was reading this article. I mean, if you're Adventure Time fan, Adventure Time uh, Boom Studios what? Adventure Time comic is on there. Um, as well as The Boys by Garth Ennis, uh, which is a highly entertaining uh, book about a group of normal people. They're a group of Punishers, pretty much, who go around and, and kill super people. Um, but the season nine, I'm sorry, season eight, nine, and ten of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that Dark Horse comic is on there. Um, but something that got me really excited is that you'll be able to read Hellboy and um, uh, some other uh, pretty awesome gi joe gi joe gi joe saga um anybody who hasn't read the scott pilgrim books those are on there too so it's a lot of content lazarus lazarus was Someone, a pretty popular one too yeah there was another uh, uh there's another cj that i know uh he was actually telling me about sex criminals and how he really liked that book too oh and well i'm always talking about sex criminals but it's really <laughs> more along the lines of you should stay away from these people um, They're listed on on your in your neighborhood. You should probably avoid them. No, 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 Josh. That's an actual comic book that's that's out there. 
I would be remiss if I didn't mention The Walking Dead, the comic Spawn. book. Is Spawn. Spawn. Yeah, Spawn's on there as well. But and The Walking Spawn. Dead and Spawn. So, uh, from, I, so listen, I, I am not a comic book reader, right? But f- from what I'm hearing on this, for si- what, it was $6 a month? Six bucks Because a they month. didn't have comic books, Brian, in the MK Ultra facility. No, I mean, I, I think he was only allowed I, to use a newspaper for betting. I periodicals. The, we give you went, many periodicals. I was supposed to go to the Derek Zoolander Center for children who can't read good and learn to do other stuff good too. It but needs to it be was, three times this big. It was too small, At least so I, three I, times. I, I they just never did it. So Brian, my big but this hang looks up, great for six bucks. My big hang up, obviously, is that most people are going to look and go, "It well, it's not DC or Marvel." Um, and let's say uh, this is all, but this is all ship you books, right? This this is digital. This is through Comixology. Oh, it, so it's it's digital through yeah, Comixology. Comixology. It's an so application you put on your phones. Download an app for your iPad, your phone, whatever, and then have access to all of this stuff, the whole library. Right. Are are any of these titles available from uh, from issue one to current? I to be honest with you, I have not done. I haven't downloaded it or I haven't uh, signed up for it yet because I just found out about this. Um, I'm going to look into it. I can definitely get you that answer. But I will say this. I mean, Scott Pilgrim versus the world is only six books. If they don't start from number one, that's kind of dumb. Um, well, right. I'm, I'm really more like Spawn, Transformers. Like what series is it? Does it start from number one? Certainly right. not not so much for me, but for other people, The Walking Dead. But, you know, there there are some pretty pretty well-published titles in here. I, Lazarus was was a, a pretty good series. Uh, Hellboy certainly has a few iterations, right? Yeah. Um, As does G.I. Joe. And are we getting, you know, Archie is in here, right? Yeah, Archie Archie's in here because, uh, and again, you know, the, some of these titles like Archie, like Transformers, G.I. Joe have, have jumped from publisher to publisher. Right. Um, so you're, you're just going to get like the IDW version of Transformers. But from everything that I'm reading, it sounds like you're going to be able to start from number one and move forward. Uh, but I will definitely get you a, a confirmed answer when I download it later today. The Boys by Garth Ennis. That's that's probably a that's probably a pretty big draw, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's got a ton of issues too. So I'm definitely going to look into further into this for you. I so I was doing that while you guys were talking. I, I I'm reading a couple articles about it, and they say from this one article that I'm reading that only one or two issues or volumes of each book are available through uh, Comicsology Unlimited. So this is a little different. They kind of look like they want you to buy some of the other books. Like it's a it's a your first taste is free kind of thing hmm. that you can get hooked into a book and do it well, now. It's not there for are all heroin of them. dealers all over the country doing that right now. <laughs> right, it's not it's not everything on there, but a few books they only give you one or two issues or one or two volumes, and then you have to pay for the full thing. So it's okay. It looks still good. It's still a great way to get started on something, but it's not it's a definitely completely... a good way to get started on something, especially stuff that like is not Marvel or DC that like right. seemed interesting, but you don't want to spend the money to pick it up. Download this, try it out. I mean, I would imagine stuff like Saga, which is actually pretty critically acclaimed right now. You're only going to get the the first couple issues. So, um, but I mean, is is six bucks a month? Like, is that is that worth it, or is that like, is this like something that? Well, if it's if it's a first taste, you can sell as a subscription. Uh, six bucks, you can have these five titles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is this the right way to approach it? Let's put it this way: a single issue, a single comic book, costs you. 
about three to four bucks. A trade paperback, which collects maybe about seven to 10 issues, is 15 to 20 dollars. So you don't want to spend 15 bucks on a graphic novel for something you don't know you're going to like, but you can spend six bucks a month and read the first couple issues. Good point. That's a great point. And and this also kind of goes into a little bit of you know the philosophy that we have as core cutters, right? It's find something that you like, see if it fits you, and if it doesn't, you kill it the next month. So I mean, even just one month and reading even two issues of a comic that you've never read before, but you may like. I, I mean, I even see a, a worthwhile investment in that. Brian, I want to add. I want to add one additional question to the questions that Josh needs answered. If you have the app. Does it allow you to filter content, right? Because this is something that I would absolutely purchase for Christian. But there's some mature stuff on there. You, <laughs> you don't the, want him right, reading boys. Right, there's some, right. I don't want him reading boys. I, you, right. <laughs> so um, I don't, like, can I filter that stuff? I don't think so. Um, okay. I, I, I'll, I'll double check for you. Um, like I know, I know that I know that iOS allows you to filter publications in general. It's just that. I don't know that all applications that have access to publications comply with those restrictions. Like, for yeah. instance, you you can really see pretty much any video you want if it's linked to through in-app purchasing and things like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's some caveats that I, I would like to avoid my son's exposure to. So let's do this. Let's uh, let's mark this for follow up for next week. And let's see, and let's see what we have, and we'll have a follow up section next week, which I think will be great. I'm so glad you'll think it'll be so, great. So, Brian, thank you for for showing this. I think this looks really interesting. Uh, if you guys are are into it, without having to to check out all the other details that we're going to look into, uh, just go to Comixology on your iOS or Android device. There is a desktop version as well, uh, and you know, go ahead and go get the the uh, the unlimited six dollars subscription service. Uh, and see what shows up. So thanks, Brian, for bringing this to attention. I think this is a pretty damn awesome, cool thing. You're welcome, CJ. Well, guys, that's what we're going to wrap it up for this uh, episode of That Kind of Nerd, with the exception of the Game of Thrones talk, which we're going to do right after this. But I know some of you are going to be leaving us. So two things. We want to hear what you guys are streaming. So please give us some suggestions as well. There's a couple great ways to do that. First off, you can get us individually. Our own Twitter handles are in the show notes on the very bottom, so you can find that. So if you want to recommend to one person in particular, go ahead. You can also get us at Twitter at That Kind of Nerd at Facebook at facebook.com slash that kind of nerd. And there's another cool way you can text us or call us. So yeah, we've opened up to texting now. 484-373-4119. That is 484-373-4119. Also in the show notes, that is a number that you can call or again, you can text. Uh, You can email us as well at podcast at thatkindofnerd.com. So I want to thank you, the fine people, for listening to this week's episode. Go check out your very own loot crate. Go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. That's thatkindofnerd.com slash loot and get some money-saving coupons off for that. Regarding loot crate, I will have uh, or should have an update on the upgraded loot crate power edition for uh, this month next issue i don't think it's going to arrive until tomorrow so upgraded loot crate uh loot crate dx also available from that kind of nerd.com slash loot you can click the link and you can upgrade still receive the discount and still help out the pod by subscribing even at a one-time deal 
to an upgraded crate. Also, we want to hear your ideas for Fantasy Movie League, and if we uh, should invite you guys to a league. If you're interested in this, if this sounds cool, uh, reach out to us as well. We'll invite you into our league, or we'll make a new league just for you and the fans. So uh, check that out. So I want to thank you guys so much for making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. It is now time to give you a quick minute if you want to turn off, but we're going to go to Westeros and talk about Game of Thrones. Welcome to the Game of Thrones section of uh, That Kind of Nerds podcast. Okay, I know we had some troubles last week with Game of Thrones talk. Um, can we take a minute to address what happened that we didn't get to talk? No, there's no way. No. There's no then fine. fine. I, 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 I want to say okay. yes, but that's a whole... Okay, we, that's we, fine. A normal 15-minute segment we recorded 47 minutes on because that's how good that episode was. And okay. now we are all screwed. Okay. This episode, uh, hold the door. I hate, can, can I start with a that uh, we will, point that of we order? Will call, that we will just call hold the door. Hold the door. Point of order. Freaking Monday morning, <laughs> I walk into work, and Brian and I go for a leisurely walk around the building uh, in the morning, and uh, we go to go uh, outside, and Brian goes, hold on, I'll hold the door. I'm like, I fucking hate you. And it started like, with a fight dude. for the first like three minutes. He's like, too soon, man. Too soon, man. This was the most memeified and gif represented episode of Game of Thrones I have ever seen from multiple from multiple aspects. And Hodor has gotten more notoriety on the internet uh after his assumed <clears throat> death than I've ever seen. Did like you? Hodor. Wait a minute. Assumed death. You assumed. Have assume, you, you have to. Assume, you don't. They see didn't it. show you. Don't you. See it. you they oh, don't no, show you. Come on. Did you see? Did you see the guy? I, I don't know if it was a Vine or something. I think it was on Imgur. He's like in a movie theater, and he's just like, "All right, we just went to see Warcraft. It was great, but you know, we're in a rush. We gotta, we gotta catch the the, the elevator. Hang on. Can you hold the door? Can you hold the door for me? And it's the guy who plays Hodor is in the elevator. No. And just gives him this really dude. Like he's like. Awkward. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll catch the next one. It's cool. I'll, I'll catch the next one. Just after, just after uh, the like the East Coast, just after the nine o'clock premiere, you had the kid that plays Bran Stark tweet, "Nice one, Bran." Nice yep. one, Bran. Oh, it's so good. And then Brian hate Bran. And then Brian I know, I know. Well, Bran is the root of all bad things. Hate him. Hate him. And Brian found this meme, and it hits a picture of Bran, and it goes, "Not, Not everyone, everyone can be trusted with root access." access. Oh. Right. So good. That was a solid, right? But we okay. have Hodor. So, we have we have pictures. 
We have pictures of Hodor's face uh, on uh, elevator uh, control panels <laughs> next to the door open button. We have actual door stops with hold the door and Hodor's Hodor. face. Uh, absolutely I cr- I marketable. Got misty-eyed. This this hurts. I <laughs> Laura watched it a second <sighs> time and cried, <laughs> and and it was and it then was, the, and we lost summer too. And we lost summer. We lost summer. It was an emotional. It was an emotional few scenes. Uh, seeing so, just to give just to give some context uh, to those of you who may not have all of the knowledge or read the books, the way that the green site works is that basically Bran is in a trance, and he he should wake up from the trance to control people in the now and. He doesn't do that. So what happens is he's a he's a pretty powerful green seer and a, an extremely powerful warg, and we've gotten that from the books and the the show so far. But Mira is is yelling at him that she needs him to wake up and she needs him to warg into Hodor and control Hodor. The problem is that he doesn't wake up. He just from like a from selfish vision. From uh, he's not, I'm not sure, CJ. I'm not sure he's aware. I'm not sure he's aware of his powers. I'm not sure he's aware of how far they reach, and I'm not sure he's aware of how many things he can change. But you heard her no, say you I, need to wake up. I know, I know, like, I know. We're and all I, going to die. And I'm he's not. Like, oh, let me stick around. No, he doesn't stick around. He wargs into Hodor. That's the thing. I'm not sure he's fully aware. I'm not sure that he gets it just yet, and I think that in the next, the next episode is called "Blood of My Blood," and I know it's going to have a lot to. I'm assuming it has going to have a ton to do with the Dothraki, but I think what we saw thematically with Oathbreaker, we're going to see again in in "Blood of My Blood," in that I think that a lot of people are going to, about to let a lot of other people down, and and I think that Bran is going to realize the full depth of of his powers and really the damage that they've caused, and um. The worst part isn't that Hodor is dead. That's not the worst part. The worst part is that Bran saw him as a relatively intelligent and 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 caring young boy. And he's going to figure out that he turns Hodor into Hodor. Bran broke him. It not, not, yes, and, and yes, he did. And he, he broke him. But the thing that I that I was thinking of the whole time and the question that I don't think will ever get answered is does Hodor live the rest of his life? Because they're connected, right? The, the same right. way that the three-eyed crow was connected to the cur- the present and the past. I believe when Bran is in a vision and wargs into that person, I believe they're connected to the present and the past, hence hearing hold the door, the present reaching through to the past. I think that Hodor grows up his whole life knowing that his his job, his entire mission, his entire purpose for living – is to die to save this boy. He doesn't know who he is. Oh my God. And then Bran is born and he knows who he is and he serves the Stark family. And here is again, the absolute, the quintessential, you know, the sort of the definition of loyalty and honor in the North again, echoed through the Stark house in Hodor being the stable boy and living to serve and eventually dying to serve the Stark family. Uh, and look, he, you're right, Brian. He broke him, and I believe broke him that, and killed him in like one scene. Well, yes, but uh, you got to go beyond that. You have to go past that. I and hate him. 
in that scene, he didn't just break him and kill him. Yes, he killed him uh, a bunch of years in the future, but you have to wonder if Hodor lived his entire life with that smile and just responding Hodor because that's all he could say, knowing the whole time this is his purpose. I hope I, – I, I don't know how to feel about I that. I mean – I mean, it's incredibly me, sad. Is it? It's, sad. it's so you sad. Just, and you just shattered the glass for and me. incredibly honorable of 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 Odor. Oh my god, I I can't. I no, can't I was just that. thinking about what a dick Bran was that entire time. I didn't even yeah. think about that. I, well, honestly, this, that that this didn't ties, enter into my mind. I didn't consider that. This ties into something that unfortunately was lost in the audio with Craig Newcomb, where he brought up the theory that uh, Bran is basically. The, the Mad King theory, I, and I think maybe we've have we talked about this. Yeah, that was that was, that was that you. Was something that was something I, I read online, I and I, I wanted to discuss. Um, my theory was that Bran is the Three Eyed Crow. We yes. sort of got that in this episode. It's time for you to become me. Yep. Um, and I, I see. Here, the problem is, I'm not sure if that's a passing of the torch or that's him saying, "I am you." I thought it was, "I am you." So, and and if that's the case. I'm glad that I'm a that I'm crazy and I've I know t- way too much about this series. But if that's not the case, um, then I wonder what you know is this a passing of the torch and is this a, a title that someone carries with them like the Black Panther is a title that is passed from generation to generation. I don't know, but I, I the show keeps getting deeper and more ingrained into the storyline while pushing past it, um, and in pushing past it. I want to move on to the most memeified thing that I've ever seen out of an episode of Game of Thrones. The and I giggled like a complete idiot. Uh, Tormund Giants Bane <laughs> staring at Brienne of Tarth oh like God. a pubescent moron. This I giant grin. Her this. looking at him like, could you really? Could you not? Could you not stare? And he's just this giant grin. If if Westeros was an office place, they would be having the sexual harassment talk. It's about. awesome. This this dynamic between Brienne, who's this giant woman, Love and it. Tormund Giantsbane, this is the the comic relief that you unfortunately need uh, in a show that just kills everyone you love. So, like, you have to have that. And I've seen more jokes made made about this specific scene, this one moment in time than I have about any other moment on Game of Thrones. I, I thought it was brilliant. I thought they're doing it. I've seen in re- in reference to that. I've seen a bunch of uh, like an Imgur thread with all of uh, that guy who plays Tormund. He does like the Expedia commercials or something like that. And all of these, like, really kind of like, how to woo your lady. And then he's just like, take her to a nice day at the pool. And it's him, like, on the raft and stuff like that. It's right, right, like, right. Like, <laughs> ridiculous stuff. I, I think it's hilarious. Um, I, I, I'm definitely I'm looking forward to the comedy do, that follows. Do, do those two ever get it on? No. Well, in, in the book, she was dead. Or she, yeah. she wasn't. Uh, right, dead, right. So. No, no. And that's what I, no, I'm, I'm asking. What do you think? Do you yes. think these two ever get it on? Absolutely. I think that I I just think they'll kill some one of them before it ever happens. Like, not, as he's about I'm to get his sure. dick out, I'm not sure, man. I mean the the Brienne of Tarth story is now, uh, you know, it seems to be the the way that they've replaced Catelyn Stark as Lady Stoneheart is is Brienne of Tarth. So you still have a protector, you still have someone looking out for the Stark children, 
even though they didn't do the Lady Stoneheart storyline, they have Brienne of Tarth. And, and frankly, she's better on screen uh, and probably, I'm assuming, less expensive than Catelyn Stark. Right. So it's probably easier to make the show with her. Plus, you know, she can fight and stuff and Lady Stoneheart would be a ton of – uh, CGI and makeup that is just ridiculous. But, um, I, you know, so I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out. I do think eventually Brienne has to, you know, give in to human nature. I, I don't, I don't see her, you know, I mean, she was always the butt of the joke and, and this dude seems to have a genuine interest in her. So you have to think eventually that that, that love interest will play out. You hope it does. And when it does, that's when one or both will die. Yep. Like the moment that everything the is The moment great, somebody's happy, they die. Right. The moment she's happy, he will die. And That's hopefully at that point we see her unleash a barrage of killings unlike we've seen. You just want that because you have her in the fantasy league, don't you? I think I may, I think I may have her in the fantasy league. Uh, that notwithstanding – um, I'm getting uh, just enough points off Euron Greyjoy, Yara Greyjoy uh, – Daenerys Targaryen. Like I have everything You're that fine. I am. I drafted I drafted well. Uh I did play well, off the fact that no one in this league CJ knows who Euron Greyjoy is and <sighs> I did the whole time. Uh so I collected help. both the Greyjoys as well as all the Sand Snakes. Brian has one. I have one. So here's Sand Snakes. here's the other bit of comedy that I thought was funny and it was just this little beat that I I loved and I'm terrible with names so I apologize. Tyrion Lannister. No, uh, no. When uh, John leaves the wall and they're like, close the gate. And they look at him and he's like, I'm not the Lord Commander. Who? I can't like, I, I don't, I, is that Grant? No, they killed Grant. I don't know who that guy is. I'm I don't sure. know his name, but I it's should, just like, but you're right. It's inconsequential. And he's like, no, fucking close it now. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> close to the gate. I'm not the Lord Commander. And he looks around. And he's like, "Oh shit, I could be the Lord Commander." Yeah, right. close, 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 close it. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, I can give orders. I got I have, it. I got it. No, we I don't have, need. We don't need to hold the election. I just it's here. I, got I have it. the sword, and I have the. I have the the coat. I got I'm the good. coat. John gave me the coat. We're cool with this. Okay. All right. Cool. It's yeah. like accidentally finding out that uh, someone's like, "Hey, you can you hold the money for the trip? I don't want to." Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll hold the money for the trip. That's cool. Right. 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 Um, but you mean whatever's left over is mine. Yes, I have yes. that title. Sure. Yep. All right. Cool. I'll take it. Mine. Um, I don't know if my my memory is just bleeding episodes together. Was it this episode where Sansa meets with Littlefinger? Because I thought that scene was awesome. Where yeah, yeah, with the 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 uh, if you if you knew what was going to happen, then you're right. no friend of mine, and if you didn't, then you're an idiot type of deal. Yeah, that uh, was yeah. that was a good scene. That was a great scene for for all those Sansa fans who really hope she lives this season, which is me. Uh, gonna die. Uh, I'm, sc- I'm scrolling through the notes and I just saw another two minutes into Castle Black and Chill, and he gives you this look. And it's <laughs> Tor- <laughs> Tor- Tor- Giant Spain again. Yes, that I believe that was this episode, and I think, uh, like Craig and I talked about last week, that no one will ever hear. Uh, there's much more to Peter Baelish than meets the eye. I, he hasn't seen the last of. We haven't seen the last of him. He's going to prove himself useful, and once again, return to glory. Uh, I have no doubt about it. The thing in this episode that I was the most intrigued by was this super old red priestess. Um, like you just pray she never takes off her pendant because she's going to be a million years old. <laughs> you mean she'll just be uh, yes, dust? Yes, <laughs> dust. Right. Like she knows everything. She knows 
the about Varys from when he was castrated. She was there apparently. That moment? Oh Holy man. Shit. His face? Oh boy. You've, I've never seen Varys just shit his pants. Uh, yes. Wow. And he doesn't so wear pants, name, but okay. Her name is Kinvara. Um she believes that Daenerys is Azor High, which is what Melisandre was was putting Stannis up to be, and and now Jon Snow, and I'm I'm pretty sure she's wrong about that too. Uh, <laughs> but I don't really think this Azor High exists, and at the end, all of the Red Priestess will be terribly disappointed. Um, but a- again, this was the moment in the show that I think has the biggest backstory and possible uh, future story. So let's also talk a little bit about the White Walkers because they made a pretty big appearance in this well, the episode. The creation. We saw the creation yes. of the White Walkers. That We saw the creation of the Night's King by the Children of the Forest. Uh, both both those characters, the Children of the Forest and the Night's King, had previously been you know surrounded by mystery. That was um, like the biggest Kalima moment of this entire it was, show. Yeah, that was, that was something. Seeing that was, was pretty cool. Did you I'm just make sure. a Temple of Doom reference? Yes, I did. Okay. Just watch yeah, what she it, did. She basically did that just well, with a foreign object. Well, she did. Kalima, he took the heart right, out. Right, right. I'm just right, – I get you. I just um, need – But I, I was fast – how quickly they could get there just by, oh, they know where Bran is and boom, here we are. Like, well, no, that's a different story. See, so you have you have Bran who, who does a vision into all of the White Walkers gathered – and the Night's King grabs him by the arm. And when he comes out of the vision, he's left with ice on his arm. And, yep. and now this guy knows where he's at. And that's, you know, again, here's Bran, the root of all bad things. Um, but yes. the, the origin story has the children of the forest uh, basically tying a man to the weirwood and shoving an object. I... Some people say Dragonglass. I don't see how Dragonglass creates him. If, if Dragonglass is what kills him, I think it's more of a, a tree particle. So, the Children of the Forest have these um, – you know what it reminded me of was uh, um, the, the Rise of the Guardians and the Jack Frost has these ice things that explode. Um, that's what their little – did you just balls. reference Rise of the Guardians? That's a good movie. Shut up, CJ. It is a good movie. And Ooh, yes, like that's it. that's what so like they have these little that will look like little tree balls, right? These little balls of wood and leaves that be a dookie bombs from Zelda. are like they're either ice or fire or both. And I'm not sure uh, you know, all of the we don't have a real backstory on the children of the forest. So this this is interesting. I, I again I don't think it has as many ties into different areas of of the world as as uh, as the the Red Priestess does, Kinvara. But um, this specific story it is interesting that the Knights King and essentially the White Walkers were created to protect the children of the forest from man. And yet, they're the reason why they're dead. Yeah, I was going to say they do the exact they, opposite. They kill them. Right, yeah. Well, right, but, it, but it they've, they've 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 uh, they've gone beyond what they were made to well, do. It's just Frankenstein's monster, right? exactly. I was just about it's just about to make that analogy. It's just turning the tables around on him. I was, I mean, there was so much going on in the last two episodes because again, we we lost that conversation. I'm just so, I'm so worried for what's coming next because I'm just expecting more people that I love to die really quick. Uh, this season is making no problem with. 
shortening that that cast list that you're familiar with and getting some new characters in there. Plus, the the stuff happening with Arya right now is so goddamn interesting. Like, I just want to know more. Well, she's just becoming a, a faceless man. I, um, I I know, but like now you're seeing the inside ceremonies. You're hearing about the first stories about the first faceless men. I mean, there are quite a few memes regarding Jack and Hagar, and you know, a girl has no name, or you know, that kind of stuff. Um, again, this this show is completely permeating popular culture all over the internet and just taking over, uh, which leads me to question. CJ, the people that you know that don't watch this show in real time must live incredibly cloistered and awful lives. They, it, listen, and I'll be honest, even if you look at the internet now, if you can get past the first 48 hours, 24, 48 hours, you're, you're golden. I disagree completely. Not, I, cause I think not of how I met your mother. They just, no, not, not this season. I, I, I I hear you. I'm just they tell you, me. There's nowhere hours. you can look. There's nowhere you can look. Listen, it's not from me. It's not my theory. They're telling me get past the first 48 hours. You're fine. They're lying. I would you. not want to live every week sun, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday in there fear. Are people who don't who don't they live in fear. They can't go they on do, anything. I, yes, I agree with you. I'm not advocating that this is the way it's done. We also have to do it this way because this is just how we record. So I mean, like we just happen to work out for them anyway. So the I think the last thing that really struck me as cool was Daenerys commanding that Jorah find a cure and return to her. Um, I, and again, it's you it's, want to talk about someone's going to be disappointed. That's right, not going to happen, right? <laughs> it seems like right. It's an impossible task. And the night of the friend zone is going to have some hard times. The night of the friend zone, solid, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's exactly what he is. Um, but it's. It's her again reaching out saying I don't I can't I don't want to be without you. So again giving him the hope he needs to continue living, which is a common theme in Jorah Mormont's life. Is this the first time he said that he's loved her like that? Out loud, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. To her. And yes. and get no reaction from that. Night of well, the friend zone. Well, how's she gonna react? She doesn't love him. That I, way. I, I get she that. It, 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 that. It was like right, when you but, when you but type no it acknowledgement. In a, is, well, I can go find a cure. You know what she did? She it's when you type that I message, that's that really risky one, it just says red. No response. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she did to him. You get that's you get the true. you get the three dots for thirty seconds, then they disappear and you're like, What? <laughs> so what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? You really say something. Uh it's very true. So, oh, shut up. Don't I mean, act like either of you are familiar with that feeling. Uh, no, I'm not familiar with that. That's what I thought. I can't empathize? Is that not allowed? I'm sorry, Brian. Here's, <laughs> and here is the moment every few episodes where Laura goes, oh, Brian. Ladies, I'm just saying you can end Brian's turmoil in this three dot forever and stop, just red. Just stop. Just stop. I'm just saying. That catch meal ratio shouldn't scare you at all. You're, you're okay. It yeah, is very low. <laughs> Breakfast and, and apple shopping. I'm just saying, guys. Yes, there's, yes. There's, there's I, 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 am, I am a surveyor of fine fruits. <laughs> a purveyor, even. Yeah, in, in, in fact, a purveyor, yes. That's so the word I meant. So let's, Thank you, let's do this. Oh, that Hodor scene. What is in store for the next episode? What do you think, Josh? You you, th- you sound like you've got a small theory. Well, I do. I, the next episode title is Blood of My Blood, which is the – we were introduced to that in season one with the Dothraki, and that's sort of how they address each other, right? The, the, most, the most endeared uh, sort of reference you can call someone is Blood of My Blood. We're family. 
Uh, and I think it's because of that theme uh, in the title that we're going to see just a whole lot of people let down. And someone, I think someone's going to die that we don't want to see die. And this is this episode six of ten. Um, so we're entering the back half, hopefully with a bang. Um, uh, just this season has already been so ridiculous and, uh, there's, there's more in store and I feel like this title is incredibly ominous to answer your question, CJ. Yes. So here's what we need from you, the fans. We want to hear some theories. We want to hear your reaction to episodes. Uh, so there's a couple ways that you can do this. You can call us at 484-373-4119. You can also text that number as well if you're a texter. You can email us your Game of Thrones rants, theories, or just telling us how wrong we are about something. That's quite okay. At G-O-T at thatkindofnerd.com or Game of Thrones. Pick one. We do both. G-O-T is just a lot less to type. Uh, and you can also reach to us on our personal the Twitter. The title handles. of last episode was called The Door. I didn't see that until just now. And now I I'm thought you sad. knew that. <laughs> now no, I'm I just I, I hadn't I hadn't looked and uh, just because and I think the reason it didn't stick is because the you know, episode four was Book of the Stranger. Last one was The Door, and I went, that has no significance to me of any kind, and I just uh, deleted now, now it from do. my memory. And then of course, damn it, Hodor. Well, it's okay. We'll miss you, Holdor, and we're going to take you out now with that wonderful cat singing the Game of Thrones song. Thank you. Thank you so much for making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. Tell us what we need to know about Game of Thrones. I know you got theories out there, people. Share them with us. GOT at thatkindofnerd.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good rest of the day. much by the way did you love that thing i did with my mom today <laughs> yeah don't ever make like a don't ever make like an off-color joke it wasn't like a mom joke it wasn't like a, oh your mom of this it was like you know my buddies you know when, when we were kids and somebody would say something you'd be like oh your mother does right right yeah. and cj asked who has a picture <laughs> of the loot crate and i said your mother and I, I put up the the zoom 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 scrubs you know gif and he Calls his mother and is like, hey, mom, just record a video saying, Josh, no, I don't, in the most ridiculous tone, <laughs> and does. It's actually worse than that. I was sitting across from her. You were not. I was I was with my mother. Absolutely. I was with my mom having, having lunch. Well, at least I didn't say anything <laughs> lewd. It was just your mother does. I'm uh, in my day. So terrible. <laughs> like the worst I've ever been mic dropped ever. <laughs> it was so great. Oh, was... uh, anyway, that was phenomenal. <laughs>